Oh, okay. Hey, it's me. We're doing it again. That's right, it's doing. How are you guys? What's up? This is We're All Psychos. This is my podcast. You already know who I am, and you're already excited because it's Wednesday, and you're stoked because we got a new episode, and things are chugging along, and now we got two episodes a week. We got solos, and we got interviews, and you're loving it, and you're telling your friends, and you're helping this this podcast grow, and you're even more excited about our guest today, Ian Fidance. Dude, I had him on, and we had a really good time. I like him a lot, man. We had a good conversation. He's funny as hell. He's had a really interesting life, and we got into it about a whole bunch of shit. And I'm going to tell you right now, your boy, he admits some shit, you know? He admits some shit about himself, okay? I mean, I do that a lot, but this one, I felt a little tinge of fear talking about some things on here. That's a good sign, though. That's what you want. Life's more interesting. Uh, Ian is a very well-known stand-up comic. He tours all over um, America. He tours with Nikki Glaser. He has been on... Yes, he's touring with David Tell right now, which, honestly, David Tell is kind of respected as the... like, one of the goats of comedy. Um, He's amazing. He writes new jokes literally every single day. And they're great. And, you know... I'll probably never get there. Um, he was on, dude. I'm trying to look at his bio. I was trying to be professional as fuck and like, look at, dude. He's done so much shit. He's been this week at the Comedy Cellar, right? He's on the Jim and Sam show. Okay, uh, he's on You Up on Sirius XM. Okay, with Nikki Glaser. He performs at the Comedy Cellar consistently, so you know he's funny. Also, his Twitter, Twitter, his Twitter. Is funny as hell. I texted him about it yesterday. Because it's great. I don't really need to say anything else about him except he was a great guest. Um, I think we're friends now. And I really hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right? Yeah, these 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 intros now, they're quick. Because we got a whole we got a whole day of talking on Sundays. Um but I want you all to know that I hope you have a great fucking day. I hope your Wednesday's starting off well. I hope you're feeling stoked. I hope you're feeling good. You're feeling positive. And if you're not, that's cool too, man. But try and get into that positive mindset. It's going to be all good. All right? I'm here with you. I'm saying what's up. I'm saying you're going to do you're going to do well. All right? That's all that matters. Do a body check. Buy a scan. Oh shit, how am I feeling? Oh fuck, Dylan's asking me shit. I haven't even thought about what I feel like today. I just fucking woke up and I and I drank my coffee and I went into my daily routine that I don't even think about because it's habit and now I'm at work and it's been two hours and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't even checked in with myself. That's right. And dude, if you're a new listener because of Ian, welcome, man. Stick around. The fire's on, all right? You just, you're in the castle now, baby. And I've never called it a castle before. And part of me likes it and part of me doesn't. But that's what life is, dude. You make decisions and you know you get uncomfortable with them. And then 
but part of you is like, this is a good idea, and then you go with it, all right? So welcome to Fires On, all right? Subscribe to this and the YouTube, and rate and review it, baby, all right? That's it. That's it. Now, without further ado, hear the words you love to hear. Please welcome Ian Fidance. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? We are all psychos. With Dylan Paladino. We're here. We're starting it. It's easy. We just drop in Ian. Yeah. Finance is here. What's up, man? That's right. And yep. we'll, we'll, we'll get back into the conversation. We were, yeah. we were flowing so easily into it. I was like, mm-hmm. why, are, why are we not letting the people hear just this? Just hit you know record I mean? and let it fly, Just hit record, baby. let it fly. Sugar Ray you know? said it best. Spread your wings and fly. Dude. <laughs> and every morning you wake up and listen to that song. And yeah. Like, this is what I should do. Uh, dude, they were a good band. And then they... They were like Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls used to be a uh, death metal band on Metal Blade Records, and mm-hmm. then they went like acoustic and everything. So you, and Sugar Ray used to be like a hard rock band, and then they were like, "Let's get on the radio." Yeah, that's the that's the shitty thing, especially about back then. Was that uh, that's why I like Three Eleven? They've when never just, compromised, dude. They just Amber. <laughs> that's it. Just made Amber, and they yeah, just yeah. stuck to that. Uh-huh. I went to a Three Eleven concert. I'm so at, jealous. Like, Pier, was it Pier sixty four or something? Oh, randomly. My God. I'm and so I wasn't a, I wasn't even a huge fan of them. Mm-hmm. But I just knew I knew Amber, I knew whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and we were there and they were playing some of their old shit. I didn't even know half of it, but I but I just kept doing this bit with my friend where I was just like, just play Amber again. Just oh play. my god, you <laughs> asshole. I know. How dare you disrespect Nick Hexum, S.A. Martinez, Chad Zexon, <laughs> Peanut, and Dude, Craig Mahone. You, Oh my god, you love music, man. Yes. Damn. Yes. You have a of a great knowledge of of, of music discography yeah. well i'm getting to that age where you know when i date a girl inevitably inevitably the question pops up you know like are mm-hmm. you autistic yeah, yeah. and uh, she's like the, the answer, answer is like yes. okay good That's like i, I my, feel like yeah. touch touch is an example of being autistic right and i always find i have to be like touching that like right now i'm touching this you oh, know you i used to get like in trouble with boscovs for like touching the uh, mannequins and everything. Like, I'm very touch sensitive. And I think that, I think, you know. Dude, can I tell you? Huh. I, t- <laughs> I got beat in the back yeah. of a boss house for touching bras. <laughs> Dude, I was looking, I was in a Uniqlo the other, is it Uniqlo or Uniqlo? Uniqlo. Uniqlo, okay. Dude, I was in a Uniqlo and I was looking at this like mannequin with the shirt on and mm. I was like wondering if it would fit me because it was like, mm-hmm. I, and I went to like touch the mannequin and he was like super ripped, mm. and I was just like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" It, touching a man—it's fake, but it feels like like totally. My body like didn't know how to react because part of me was like, "I'm touching a human," and the mm-hmm. other part of me was like, "It's a doll." And also, I was jealous because he was fucking yoked, and you're I kinda, yoked. But this guy was like football player uh. yoked. Yeah, so I was like, I think me, I think I just figured out a new video. What? I'm gonna go to Uniqlo and take all the mannequins' clothes and put it on me. And when people are like, "What are you doing?" I'll be like, "Oh no, I got hired by um, the higher office to be like a human mannequin." I'm a human mannequin. Please yeah. touch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> it's a please touch museum at the Uniqlo. Please touch, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, touching man, it's a weird because you're like, this is a human. It's not a human. I can't help but not touch. Did you grow you up with it. pets? 
I grew up with a dog. Well, not until I was like 12. Wow. Yeah. I, well, wow. I grew up, when I was young, I had a dog, a German Shepherd. Uh-huh. Uh, Felicia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> Felicia. Damn, Felicia. <laughs> you yes. shit yourself. <laughs> Damn, and Felicia, she, you lick that ass. Yeah, she licked my ass. This is the first time I got a rim job. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude, she was, um, she's a German shepherd, like trained German shepherd. Whoa. With all the, uh, yeah, I wish I was how'd older. You get, how'd you get that? Dude, I, my parents were, someone, because we, so I was born in New York, and then we moved down to North Carolina for a little bit. Uh-huh. And I guess someone broke into the house when we were in North Carolina, and my mom freaked out. Nothing happened, but like, right. my mom was like, I have a kid. Uh-huh. I don't want that happen again. So we got a dog, a guard dog, a legit like oh Einstein like guard dog, dude. Yeah, probably. So did you have to go ex-Nazi. through the police department? Yeah. I don't know. Just someone that you got that that trained him oh, because you can get dog. This dog was like trained in Germany. German. What? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Dude, what? It had like German. How calls. do you? How do you? You got a dog shipped from Germany because okay. your house got broken into one time. Okay, wait a second. What fucking know. overprotective <laughs> lunatic parents do you have? They're like, we okay, need wait. to go straight to the source. Okay. Go to Germany. <laughs> what? You could just go to a precinct downtown. No, no, dude. You got to go to the source. You got to go. Oh my god! Flew to Germany, picked it out from a lineup. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it was trained in Germany. It. Uh-huh. Pro- I just know that you just it, know it was a German. I just shepherd. know it was. A, yeah. uh-huh. And I know it had. It spoke German. <laughs> I know. Dude, dogs don't understand. Like, they understand like tone and everything. No, so, no, like, dude. This one understood. You German. could. You to your dog instead of being like, what was it? You could instead of being like Felicia, yeah. come over here. You could be like Felicia, suck my ball sack, <laughs> and she'd know the tone and just come over. Come over. No, dude. I remember one time I opened the door. And the dog was reading Minecraft. You know? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the dog just gravitated towards trains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. It was like, oh, this. Oh is... my god! No, but she would. She she took the. She, you you think dogs don't understand other languages? No, no. I think, think they understand all? like tones and tones. the way you say things. But what if you're like you could say get them, and you want food in the same tone, but. I think they would be able to understand the difference, do you think? I think they'd react the same way, right? Mm. Like you go, get them. Or like, you want food? Yeah. You want food? Yeah. yeah. They, and then they would go attack the person instead yeah. of... I don't know, but I'm also not like Cesar Autistic. Romero. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I don't know like yeah. everything about dogs. I'm training my cat. That guy, Cesar Romero. And he acts like a dog. Yeah, he seems like a pretty chill cat. Yeah. I usually don't like cats. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I'm allergic. Mm. And I don't trust them, you know? Mm-hmm. There's something about them. Yeah. They do eat your face when you die, you know? Well, what else is going to happen to you when you die? You're know. dead. Yeah, but... I'd, I'd love for me, my you know? cat to eat my face, <laughs> and then I could be with him until he, you know, poops me out. <laughs> but I think wow. that would bring us together. <laughs> you, I mean, it would. It I don't would, want to be buried. It would incorporate you into his body. I think it's so dumb that we bury people still. We're, like, running out of room underground, so I might as well just get eaten by my cat. <laughs> It's gonna take a while. I either though. when I die, I either want to be eaten by my cat or have a Viking funeral. Viking funeral for sure. Yes, yes. Viking funeral is fucking badass, without a doubt. Oh man, I want all my friends, but I don't want to be put on. I want to be put on a jet ski, <laughs> and I want them to light it on fire and put me out into the Hudson or the East River. That's what I want. That's what I want when I die. Yes. 
That's fucking amazing. Uh huh. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like, and instead like of like, fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just rev it. Yes. <laughs> and they let it go. And then, like, uh, you know, they slump me over the front. And then when it revs, I pull out. And then that little <laughs> thing that plugs in that when you pull out so it knows to stop, <laughs> that happens and it just stops. And everyone throws Molotov cocktails at me. And they're blasting ska, ska okay, in the yeah. background. Some, some. Okay, so you you yeah, want to you want to skank out, and pickle. You want to go out like this guy though. You want to look. You want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that's in, what I want. Yeah. Yep, in the middle of the East River, <laughs> so that Brooklyn and the Lower East Side can see me. Today, a uh, old comedian was killed on a jet ski, and, and that's so nice. You think I'm gonna be old? <laughs> and, then, the, and then they're gonna me kill just... me on the jet ski. I'm gonna be old. And like, listen, we gotta put you out of your misery. I'm like, I still got a couple years left. Like, I gotta show the something. Like, no, like, no, we're gonna murder you on this jet ski. I'm like, All right, burn well, you alive. I kind of. It would already... be kind of badass. Yeah, to go out, burnt alive on a jet ski. I, I mean, East River. Yeah, why not? I, I would rather die before they burn me. <laughs> I would rather be dead. I want my face eaten off. Okay, here's how I want to die. Okay. First of all, uh, I used to want to die in a spiteful way of leaving a suicide note stapled to the back of my head and blowing my head off, and you'd have to read it uh, stenciled on the bathroom wall. They could only read some of it, not all. I used to have a bit about how, like, my roommate would like passive aggressively be like, "Hey, buddy, can you mm -hmm. do the dishes?" Because we always like, I always clean my dishes after I eat. So then I wanted to like write the suicide note mm -hmm. on on the wall in stencil, blow my brains out so the blood yep. is in the suicide note, and it would just say, "Clean this up, bitch." <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah, pretty that, dark. I yeah. love it. I mean, you obviously didn't. But I like no your longer roommate. feel that. No, I love him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's like you one no of my closest friends. Way? I just, I used to be very spiteful. Uh, like when really? someone would tell me I needed to stop drinking and want to show up on their doorstep with a handle of Hammered. vodka and be like, "How's this for not drinking, <laughs> huh? Yeah, mom." <laughs> but uh, yourself on fire now again. I'm no longer spiteful. So I just like to die. Um, I'm probably gonna die from cigarettes, which is not like a slow. It's it's like a slow, painful death. Yeah, but I'd rather go out quick. Catches up with you. Oh, cigarettes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think you're good, and then one day, every morning, I'm hacking up a piece of a jigsaw puzzle. Are you? You already <laughs> you hacking know? up some stuff? Yeah, I save them. I put it together and see what my body's creating. <laughs> and then you let your cat eat that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, we share a meal together. You have some of me. Yeah, yeah. I. What? What? What made you stop being spiteful? Um. Realizing my role in things mm -hmm. and realizing that uh, anytime I'm angry or upset at someone else, it's probably because I see a part of myself in them. Yeah. So to be spiteful at them is really kind of dodging the issue that I'm probably in the wrong. Doesn't that suck? Like growing up and becoming mature mm, about that? I don't that? know if it sucks. It doesn't actually suck. I think suck, it's very freeing. It is. You know. But it was so easy. It's so much easier when you were 20. Well, ignorance blame, is bliss. Yeah, dude. Blame someone you else. Know. It's your fucking problem. Yeah. You're the wrong one. Mm -hmm. Now you're like, oh, I'm just like jealous of you. Mm. Or I just see this Did shit. you burn bridges? I could see you as a bridge burner. <laughs> I don't know why. Like you just say things in a temper. I, I've never never been a temper guy. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. I think, I'm not sure, my dad has a temper. Mm. So maybe because of that, I never wanted to have daddy, one. Daddy, would you like some temper? Dad, yeah, <laughs> daddy, and then he would just fucking beat my, f no, oh. no, he didn't ever hit me. No. Yeah, I mean, he popped no. me. You, you bragging. Know, he spanked me. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
He spanked me, and then I remember when I was old enough that I looked at him, and I was like, that doesn't hurt anymore. I remember when I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he hit me harder after that, but it's still. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it was my you first, said that like, doesn't hurt defiance. Yeah. Wow. I think I, yeah. I mean, I was getting to the age where you like, probably shouldn't be. Well, you're, like, huge. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I was probably, like, 5'10". How know. old were you when you got to be your height? Dude, I was always growing. Like, mm. uh, I, I was, like, two feet when I was born, and, yeah, like, 22 inches or something. I and was then, 3 pounds, 11 ounces. So oh, I've been 3'11 you were, you were, down you were, since day one. You, were, <laughs> uh -huh. you love that fucking band. What did that band do to you? Did you lose your virginity to them? Or no, I don't know. You, I just, it just, I got, just remember just they you? came out when I was like wearing Airwalks and a wallet chain. and Oh, dude. You, you know. were one of those kids. Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah, I was a little poser. Dude, you were one of those kids in like middle school that I saw with all of that and was like, he's fucking, he's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, like, I, he, I like couldn't skateboard. Oh, you can skate? And I wanted to skate so bad, but I couldn't even like I ollie. And this kid in my this kid in my class came over and was like, "There's a girl in my neighborhood who said she'll suck your dick if you can ollie over <laughs> a skateboard." I didn't even own a skateboard. I kicked my back door and was like, "Mom, I need a skateboard." Did you do it? No. Oh, you didn't. Get I your couldn't dick do sucked, it. Dude. No, until years later, and then the girl found out I couldn't ollie and she stopped. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> But like, yeah, I, I I wanted to skateboard so bad, so I just dressed up like I could skateboard. I had a skateboard, but yeah. I like couldn't. You just ride it, you get it really together, yeah. you know. You're like my ankles twisted. I can't like. I, I, well, I, I never got like last injured, but so. like I I just couldn't ollie. It was so tough. Yeah, it's the definitely the foundation of you know. If you can't do that, then like yeah. What do you? What it was it was such a a tough thing to ollie, and I so I just like you know, and then that music goes along with it. I remember yeah, I was watching is... 311 down on MTV and I was singing the lyrics and my grandfather was like, if only you could do your homework as well as you'd sing, the, know those lyrics of the song. Like, fuck like, you, Grandpa. Shut up, Poppy. <laughs> now take me to the mall and drop me off and call my pager so I look popular. You had a pager? Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's badass. It was like the dumbest thing ever. Like, <laughs> pagers would be so easy to prank people on. Cause you you can put any number in, you know. When you page someone, so you can yeah. just put like nine one one in, and then, like I, I truly I have no idea how a page. Well, nine one one meant like it was an emergency. Emergency, yeah. So you put your number star and or asterisk and then nine one one. Yeah. Or you would put like, um, oh hold on hold on hold on. Oh, you'd put um, three eight one. What's that? Three words, eight letters, one meaning. I love you. Fuck, dude. Fuck. That's how you flirted via beeper. Uh-huh. That was like sex. That was uh -huh. bexting or whatever. Damn. Beeper sexting, beeper yeah. Beeper sexting. Mm-hmm. Shit, that ever worked? Yeah, never, no. <laughs> I was desperately clueless <laughs> with everything. This girl... One day at the movie theater was like, you should come over this weekend. And she like took my finger and sucked it. She's like, we could have a Bro, lot of fun. fuck you, dude. I never had shit like this happen. Yeah, well, I, either did I. I didn't know what it meant. I was like, why does she want me to come over and suck my finger? She's doing it right now. What the hell is this chick talking about? What, are we going to sit at her house and she's going to suck my finger all Sunday? How old this are you? This girl's crazy. How old are you? It's like seventh grade. I would have let a girl suck my finger for two hours in seventh grade. No, he's a pruny. <laughs> and then what? We're just sitting there and I'm just like, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
A thousand percent. Maybe, I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe f- I had no maybe idea. Maybe she sucks two fingers. And then, no idea. And then you're like, fucking suck someone else. You know what I'm saying? You, you no idea. Out. Wow, you were oblivious. Oblivious. Oblivious to how to, to hook up with girls. Yes. But for had, so long. But you had these girls trying to... And I always just thought, well, I'm, I'm just a pal. <laughs> so you friend-zoned yourself. Completely. Oh, I had no confidence. Uh, I, I thought I was thing. like criminally ugly. No, see, I under, I, I thought the exact same way. You know? It's definitely why I became a comedian, because I was like, I'm an ugly piece of shit. I was like tall and gangly, mm. and like, I hated, yeah, I hated myself. Like, I mean, mm. I, it sounds fucking depressing, but like like most people, I was mm. like, I'm. no one wants to hook up with me. I got to find another way to like make people like me. Well, it's like everyone could be yeah. like, like my whole life, my mom was like, you're such a handsome boy. You and you're know? like, you're a liar. Yeah, yeah. And then like one kid is like, you got a big nose. And you're <laughs> like, I'm going to concentrate on that forever, yeah, yeah. Tom. You're like, he's telling me the truth. My yeah, mom's yeah, yeah. a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person that loves and me And then is lying. every girl's like, oh, you're so cute. You're so fun. You're like, who put you up to? this yeah exactly you know? you're like cute dude you don't want to fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to fuck a cute and guy and then like finally i got the confidence to ask i would talk to her on the phone every night oh my god and then finally i got the confidence to be like do you want to go to the movie she's like yeah we should get a group together and i was like oh, oh god but she was like no i'm man. already going with reed and i was like oh, i'm gonna go punch a hole in my ball is reed reed was a guy yeah reed was a guy fuck dude the the we should go with a group i know it hurts know. even though we understand that person is maybe just a little uncomfortable and doesn't want to go alone. Yeah. It still means they might want yeah. to... I went to a couple of movies with groups, and then me and my friend both made out with a girl in the movie. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Same girl? Fuck. <laughs> eh? no. Dude, one I time... that One time crazy, we, yeah. we went and saw She's All That, and it was around Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And you know those candies with the hearts on it? It's like, call me. I like you. you yes. Know? Everyone used to give those out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this girl I liked, I was like, can I have some candy? And she goes, yeah, sure. Here you go, Ian. And she gave them to me. And I was such a psycho. I was like, oh, my God. I like you. Call me. I love. I was like, she likes me. Oh, my God. Wow. What a sign. Oh, and then I asked her to dance at one of the dances. And she was like, no, um, I'm waiting for someone else to ask me. And I was like, oh, God. But she got hers because she um, got hit by a car on her bicycle years later. Fuck so yeah. uh, she should have danced with should've me. should have fucking danced with Ian. That's your fault. Okay. <laughs> it's called karma, right? We don't believe in karma for a lot of things, but definitely for revenge. Uh, no, she was a, a sweet, good. sweet girl. And uh, yeah, I was just like clueless. You know, you never know. Like, yeah. I, I used to watch movies and I thought you kissed by just like going. Oh, yeah, that it wasn't. And the first time a girl used tongue, I was like, she's a real sloppy kisser. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know you used tongue. You know? Yeah. I, I think the first time I kissed a girl, I used tongue. Whoa. I would, dude, I was bold, man. I, I think I was, I was, it was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I was like 12 or I was mm-hmm. 13, I think. And I, there's a picture somewhere of what I was wearing that day. I don't know how someone has a picture, but I was in like khaki shorts. Yes. And like, yes. A, a Cabo San Lucas white shirt. With, Did you have Puka with shell necklace? Lizards on it. No, it wasn't that whack. With fucking lizards all over it. Like two iguanas on it. Oh my God. Long hair. I don't know if it's a shawarma from last night, but I feel like I'm going to get sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh no, you will. This this is so embarrassing, dude. I still remember the girl's name, Anna. I won't say her last name, Annabelle oh. though. Annabelle, she kind of she was cute. Oh. We've been talking, yes. talking because you know how in high school or middle school you do like the talking through friends thing. Yes. So her her friend had said she was down, so we like oh met up. Oh my god. We go to the 
we <laughs> we go to the park. There's a big ditch in the park, the right? Park. The park. This is this oh is Oh my god, the this park. Is, this is in daylight though, by the way. Oh god, go daylight, to the park. Going to the park. Okay. Wow, going I to the park the at park. dusk was like we're going to make out, you know, that was cool. Sit in the swings. I don't know what life you lived. I just you know? thought, you know, we were gonna play like hide and go seek or something. God, <laughs> dude, I, I'm like imagining your life and thinking about all these girls trying to fuck you, and you're just like, I I'm like, dude. In, in high school, I was in a band, and this girl literally was like, "I want your band to gangbang me," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, she's just really, uh, you know, into what the fuck is fairy tales." <laughs> She was like, I want you to jump, dump champagne on my pussy and drink it off. I was like, well, I don't drink. And she was like, okay, uh, sparkling cider. And I was like, okay. How old was this girl? Uh, Your I think age? Like 15. I was 16. And she said, I want you to yeah, dump. Yeah, yeah. This is a wild person. I was Fuck. so scared. But at the same time, yeah. I was blowing a buddy of mine. <laughs> like, no problem. You know, so like with girls, I was so nervous, but with, you know, but this, sucking another guy's this other guy was, was like, come on, pal. Yeah, dude, we're friends. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That blows my story out of the water. Jesus. That's insane. Yeah. The park. Oh, my God. And then at, at a sleepover, me and this girl had a chance, and I was just so nervous. I just like kissed her for a little bit, and I was like, I think I have to go home. Like, I'm going to go suck like, my friend's my dick. Mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So were you doing stuff with guys before you were doing stuff with girls? Yeah. Really? And I think that fucked me up because being with guys was like... Um, was it like cool? Like, did it feel... No, no. It, it was like such a, like, I shouldn't do this shame thing that I, oh. I think that later put shame on, like, being sexual with other people. Mm. But I was so... I knew... Okay. So I knew that the guy wouldn't tell anyone because he was just embarrassed about being with another guy as I was. Oh. And I was afraid that the girl would tell like other people that Ian you were has a little or, dick or he yeah. came early because I was watching porno and I was like, Oh, I uh, got a tiny dick. These guys got hammers. These guys, are fucking These guys last forever. Yeah, yeah. And one time a girl was uh giving me a massage and I came and I was like, I'm just gonna <laughs> come early. Oh no, everyone will know I'm a loser. But this guy, before. it's like, oh, he's not gonna tell anyone. I got as much dirt on him as exactly. he does You're on like, me. I sucked your dick, dude. You're gay. Yeah, you right? sucked my dick. Yeah. We're even, <laughs> pal. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna tell everyone we're gay? No, yeah. no that's you're wrong. Not. It's yeah, embarrassing. Exactly. It's a wrong thing to do, and yeah. we will never tell anyone. Uh huh. Now let uh. me go light my clothes on fire behind this dumpster <laughs> to make it go away. <laughs> oh, Whoopsies. dude. The but yeah, so I, th I think like I think I was scared that the that girls would like talk because I felt inadequate, mm. and uh, in reality, in growing up, I was like, oh, none of that matters. Like, you know, I mean. People, some people are going to talk. Like, we, we don't know how it goes. Like, you have mm -hmm. friends, you hook up with someone. Well, because I was, all, all my friends are girls, and they would, like, tell me about, like, oh, my God, this guy, da, da, da. And I'm like, if they're going to do that with them, they're going to do that's it gonna, with me. Do, I and then I'm going to look like a loser. Way. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. That's fucked me up even now. You know? That they're, like, for a long time, uh, that made me be, like, I would get performance anxiety with women because I was mm. like, I got to fucking lay it down mm. because if not, they're going to tell. So and by the way, by someone, I don't know who I meant because most of them, I had no idea who any of their friends were. Right, right. So it's like just a thing that your brain creates. Yeah. It's just this this anxiety that your like brain needs right. to make for you well, to it's get just fearful. Like, you know, with like comedy, such a little part of it is jokes. So much of it is completely mental, you know, and for I sure. feel like that's with so much of of life like living life is easy until it comes to the mental aspect of like dealing oh, yeah. with everything that comes along with it. You're like, "Oh, if I bomb, they're going to tell." No. 
no one's gonna no one's gonna talk about it right but I, I feel like performance anxiety and like the first time i know for me the first time i'm like with a girl i get like nervous or like i I'll get come early nervous. or whatever and i think it's all in like the way you react and like you know thankfully we have humor that we can like diffuse things but yeah, also i think a lot of girls it's a compliment if you come early like wow that's you're fucking so turned on you know yeah, it's that's like, what yeah. i I will say that. I'll be like, sorry, you're just so hot. Yeah. And like, I'll mean it, you know, nine times out of 10. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but then it, it takes like a couple of practice rounds to get used to that new pussy. And then once it you does, do, you're well, like, I'm you can, a champion. Exactly. That's yeah. what a lot of people don't understand is that most like I got to warm up, dude. Yeah. You don't yeah. take a car out and then immediately go race it. You let I know, it that's warm why up one night stands bit. are tough. They are. You know? Yeah. Some guys can but, perform. But I've learned, and this is a trick of the trade. If you make them come first, whatever inadequacies yep. you have, inadequacies you have afterwards, for it's forgiven. They're like, you, you made know. me come. I don't. You're better than most of the guys. There's so many guys that are just like, I fuck, I come, see you later. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Dude, Did you not I'm, grow up with a, a love for your mother? I'm so surprised by those guys. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. I go like, how do you? Now I'm not jealous of them because it's shitty, but I'm jealous of the, like unabashed confidence to just uh. think you're you're the shit enough to do that and then it's okay do you know what i mean like yeah. that feeling of i'm gonna do this this is mine i'm gonna conquer and then that's all that well, matters I'm i like, gotta i gotta tell you i had a i never knew that you were like supposed like the first Girl I ever had sex with, I, I would come, and then it was like, I, I didn't know how to make her come. It was like, you know, I was like younger. I didn't yeah. know how to communicate or whatever. And then I dated a girl that like had been in a long-term relationship with like an older guy, right? So then when we had sex for the first time, I came and was like, good night. And she flipped out, cried, and was like, I've never had sex, and the guy's never not made me come. Fuck you. You oh, never wow. do that. Like, how can you not take care of me? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't know. And she's like, don't ever do that again. So that, like, put it in my brain, like, oh, this is something I'm supposed to do. And then that, like, made me realize that I should do that. So, like, uh, I'm grateful for that, that that girl yeah. was, like, so, you know, like, traumatized by Could have been a little chiller about inadequate, it. But, uh, yeah. you know? Oh, this chick, Jesus Christ, we got in an argument one time. And uh, she went to the bathroom, came back. And was like, aren't you going to brush your teeth before bed? And I was like, okay. So I went and brushed my teeth. I came back to bed and she kissed me. I was like, I'm not mad at you anymore. And I go, all right, fine. Good night. Next morning we woke up and she goes, do you know why I dropped our argument last night? I go, why? And she goes, because I shoved your toothbrush up my ass and then saw you brush your teeth. So I don't care anymore. And I was like, oh my God, marry me. What a <laughs> I mean, what a psycho. But also, that's amazing. Touche. Dude, yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know? you're my brand of fucking mm. crazy. Yeah. Now, that is an insane thing to do. I know. But right? you know what's the fucked up when you're like, marry me? There's a part of you that is being truthful. And there's oh, a, yeah. And there's a part of me that's also like, yeah. I'm trying I, to work through that. But the second I dude, get treated I, poorly or I get told yeah. like, uh no, not like no, Jesus, but like yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, I, I got I, I don't hey, I got what you're saying, man. I, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but like but yeah, as soon the as someone, second like someone's like, no, I'm not interested, then I'm like I I, I, I think I need to be with you forever. Yeah, I'd be with you forever. I'll and do whatever you want. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to work through it, but you know, it, it creeps up and that's a character defect of mine that mine I need too. to absolutely work through and and it kind of makes me wonder if i should like be alone for a while to figure that out or if i should just 
you know, get well, through you, it later. I, I don't know. You know, it's it's tough. Have you been like, what's the last relationship you were in? Like how long? Um, Are you a serial monogamist or are you casually fucking? I, I, I was for a while and it's mm -hmm. it's tough, you know, especially being in a relationship on, you know, on the road and being busy so often, you know, it's yeah. it's tough. And my my ex-girlfriend was like, you know, I I... I don't know if you can't make relationships work because of your career. It's just because you don't listen. And I was like, oh, ha-ha, charade you are. You're like, you know? damn. Yeah. All right. That's. But it's tough, you know. It's tough to to be a a uh, good partner when you're concentrating on something that you're you're chasing and trying to hone and make perfect. You know, it's it's, it's very difficult. Hard. It's it's a balancing act and. You know, it's it's uh, at a certain point if you're not stepping up to the plate to be a good partner, you have to examine that, and and then the hard thing at the end of the day is to go, wow, I don't listen, I need to listen more, it's hard. I need to be more aware, I need to yeah you be know? like a better partner. Yeah. yeah, but I try from each relationship I I come out of to learn from it and go, okay, what did I, how did I fall short in that last one, and how can I be better in the next one. And yeah. uh, the last relationship I was in was just so incredibly healthy and communicative, and uh, we are, like, still buds, and I, like, incredibly want amazing things for her, and she deserves amazing things, and mm -hmm. we talk, and, like, you know, she is, like, in love with California, and that was, like, an issue when we were together of, like, you know, I'm staying in New York, and she's like, well, I kind of want to move back to California, and then it was like, okay, well, this is going to come up a lot. You know, and yeah. if you want to move back to California and I'm not moving, well, what are we doing being together? You know? Yeah. And uh, it was a thing of like, she would go visit California and then come home specifically like, well, I, you know, I do want to stay two weeks, but I'll stay a week so I can come back and see, you know, and then that thing. And then like, you know, we're broken up and we stay in contact, like, you know, hey, hope you're whatever. Happy birthday. Yeah. And uh, I'm so, so, so happy for her that she went back to California for like a week and mm -hmm. she ended up staying longer. And I know if we were together, that wouldn't have happened and I would have kept her from that. For sure. Or there would have been like a bottled up resentment or I, if she stayed longer, I would have been like, well, what about me? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she stayed longer and it, it, you know, she's having so much fun. I think she's like seeing a guy out there or whatever. Good. And And I'm just like, wow. Good for you. That's awesome. You know, it's, I want you to have that. And I feel like I would have taken away from that. And it's, you know? uh, yeah, I mean, it's a mature thing to realize yeah. and accept. It doesn't make it any easier, though, because you're no, like, but, 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 it, but, it, but, it but is we the right also thing. agreed, like, yeah, I think it's time to end. Like, it's it was very best. amicable and yeah. nice. And, you know, but then, like, on the other hand, like, you know, I've dated a girl and I'm like, well, you know, I can fuck and that's fine. But if you talk to anyone else, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> it's like, what? You fucking hypocrite. Yeah, dude, Get yeah. over yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's you the know? ego. It's the yeah. insecurity. I, I got to constantly try to smash that ego, man. It's, you got, it's I really mean, fucking tough. The first, the first thing is just like being able to realize it and see like, oh, yeah. shit. All right. This is. But this it takes is so long to turn so awareness much, into action. For sure. And you know? so much time to just even be okay with like realizing you like have one and that there's shit about you that's wrong i know i mean that's that's part of that whole oh when someone treats me kind of shitty i gravitate towards them because it's because it's like oh you know mm. you know what i know which mm. is that i suck mm. and like the first step to kind of changing that i've been told because i'm on the same boat mm. is trying to believe that like you don't 
you know. Well, I, I, yeah, and and it's I mean, hard like that though, because well, that that like voice that we have in our head that I think everyone has it has it goes like, you suck, you're terrible, you suck, fuck you, fuck you. It's like that's a negative repeater, and and studies have shown that it puts like divots in your brain, mm. almost like a record, and then the needle plays it. And so what I found to get rid of that and has worked tremendously in my life and made me like, you know, a better like partner and friend mm -hmm. and son and everything and just like person in general is allow that negative loop to play for like seven to 10 seconds, indulge and then go, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to switch it to something positive. What am I grateful yes. for? What am I working on? Who in my life can I call and find out how they're doing? For sure. You know? Instead of just calling people and be like, me, 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 me. Go, and it's so hard to go. Hey, what's up with you? How are you? And then you actually hear them open up and you're like, God, I want to talk about myself, but I'll listen, I'll listen, I'll listen. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And you that yourself. can fill in those divots, but it takes a lot of time. Well, also you know? when you put yourself on someone else, then you're not thinking about yourself. Yeah. And then you become happier because you're like, oh, I care about this person. Totally. I'm having helped a relationship. Me out so much. Like oh, reaching my sure. hand out and like, you know, concentrating on other Talking things aside myself. Like Even like them. getting out. And walking into the coffee shop and having like a conversation with like the guy behind the counter or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, okay, I feel better. Instead of like staying inside and being like, oh, God, you suck. Everything sucks. Everyone hates you. You're not good enough. Because it can go really quick. Yeah. My thing is I'll just, uh, if I see random, it's, it's weird. I like doing it with strangers more than like people I know. Hmm. But like if I'm in a coffee shop or whatever, if someone has like a hat or whatever, I'll just be like, yo, I like your hat. And yeah, like, that's it. And then there, there doesn't have to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be anything. I'm just like, because I know, especially if it's a, it's something that I can tell they like or they thought about. Mm -hmm. I know that there's some part of them that was like, I like this hat. Mm -hmm. I think it looks good. But you know, you never know. We're all like thinking, like, does it? Whatever. Yeah. And then when someone reinforces it, then you're like, I was fucking right. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, you, yeah. you know, then you keep it. And well, you it's go, like, like treating others how you want to be treated. For sure. I would kind of like, so, like today, someone saw my shirt and like bad brains, and I was like, yeah, PMA all day. She was positive yeah. mental attitude. Ah. And uh, that was like neat, you know. But it also goes back to this constant desire for like attention, affirmation. It's like validation, you know, dude. I gotta really. Work on sitting with myself and, and being enough for me. It's validation. Yeah, it's yeah, like really it's, tough. Well, that's what the whole... Because do you um, jump from girl to girl, you think? Uh, have you been alone for a long time or no? I have through stretches. And, um, you know, it's like really tough. When, when you get sober, they tell you you have to, you know, be alone for like a year. Yeah, because you can get addicted um, to... Yeah, and and then you, you you instead of concentrating on yourself, you concentrate on others, and it's very much easier for me to like worry about you and fix your problems and then work like, on yours. Gotta, yeah, so that's something I need to watch out for, and it's something I definitely do. And I wonder, like, all right, well, it's something I I do. Should I just accept it, embrace it, and be that for the rest of my life, or do I stop and make a change? And if so, for what? You know? Yeah, why am I doing it? Am I not embracing who I am? Or is this just a mask of of you know chipping away the the rock to find the diamond within? Yeah, yeah, the diamond in. You know. Yeah. I, I, I have those internal fucking Jay-Z. Diamond cutter. It's the <laughs> Oh, I was doing Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, I'm Remember? doing fucking Jay-Z. It's the DDP? rock. Diamond Dallas Page. Yes. Fucking the wrestler, dude. Oh, dude, I never watched wrestling, man. What? I know. 
the fuck kind of weird childhood? I was did you a little have? too. You're getting bro, dogs from Germany. Bro, you're not watching wrestling. You were getting your fucking fingers sucked by chicks and then weren't going over to hook up with them, bro. Yeah, because I. Was I'm a, pissed a, at you for how much pussy you could have gotten. Child, Instead, well, you were I fucking was a child ramming a dick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. It was easier. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it was. Because you knew what it was about. There we go. About there what? Coming? Yeah. No, you, you knew if you're going over, you're going to do it. If you go to the girl's place, you're like, oh, God, feelings. Because there were, like, yeah. no feelings attached with the guy. How did that start, though? He's your friend? I've always wondered, like, if he's a homie, how does it just, like... Because that's going to completely change the relationship forever. I don't know. You just kind of have, like, a feeling or whatever, I uh, guess. And then you okay. you just kind of, you know, you do it. rub each other's wangs <laughs> on book day <laughs> behind the athletic shed on the track. <laughs> you know? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. And you're like, we're best friends. <laughs> Make me come. <laughs> no, but then we had to be enemies in real life because we were afraid Anyone was people find would out. like find out. Like the first time uh, we blew each other, uh -huh. he went on the bus and was like, Ian's gay. <laughs> to yeah. like throw like a smoke yeah, screen yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not gay. Yeah. Well, you're gay. Yeah. You know, so not, that we'd like <laughs> fight each other and talk shit to like be like, oh, you we're enemies. Knows, yeah. And then in secret, you but know. In secret, the passion would be there even more because you guys have been fighting all day. Yeah, it was like a weird like suburban Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, dude. But then it was also like, you know, uh, don't kiss me because that's fucking gay. You're right. You it's homo. gay. To, yeah. Now put, your, now put your man cock penis in my, mouth. In my yeah. teen boy, <laughs> my mouth. boy mouth. What straight fellas do. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of straight guys sucking yeah, each other off. Going to the game. <laughs> doing guy stuff. The Football. Giants lost. Oh, I love video games and guy stuff. Basketball. How does that end? How do you move from a non like? Because if you're friends, mm -hmm. how do you move from a non from a sexual relationship to a non like? Oh, we're just boys again, or does uh, it kind of just fall off? Completely falls off. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then in college, they get involved in a Ponzi scheme, and then you start to buy energy drinks from them and go to oh, Courtyard no. Marriott's to learn more about the business, so you have an excuse to talk to them. Damn, dude. <laughs> that's fucking real. That's fucking real. I feel that. Oh, what can you do? <laughs> I, you know. And then you just find other guys that look exactly like him to replicate what uh. could have been. Nice. And you, you start know. getting with those guys. Mm. Straight dudes or gay dudes? Gay dudes. Ah, okay. Because yeah. the first guy was like, a, I'm fucking straight, but you're just my well, my homie. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. But then you go to, wow. But we were both like ladies' mans. Ladies' men. Well, you weren't, though, because like, you weren't. No, but I, I always had like girls around, around you. You know, I gravitate towards girl friendships and everything, you know? Yeah, me too. And, um... You know, I very much have, like, a feminine energy about me, and, uh, you know, I wear it well with my with rings. With rings. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, you know? I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I know? mean, there's never a... There's never a, like, time when you completely figure it out. You know what I mean? Have which you ever was, fooled was, around with guys? What? No. no. I've thought about it, mm. and I've never wanted to. Mm. Yeah. I've thought about it, like... Because when I was younger, it was like that, you know, I was like, never, like, mm -hmm. you just, I just wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older and I like heard different people's opinions on like sexuality being on a spectrum, all that different stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started to like, be like, okay, I accept that instead of mm -hmm. before where you're like, no, no, it's just one or the other. Mm -hmm. I started to ask myself, like, would I want to? 
Mm. And I was like, because you know what? You've never looked at gay porn or anything? I did once, and I was Ooh. just, yeah, well, you know who told me to, who, Mike Racine was yes. like, you should just look at gay porn, because I was yes. like, dude, I don't know, I saw this guy, What'd you look at? thought he was attractive, and I was yes. like, is that, like, like mm. I was like, what does uh -huh. that mean? And he was yeah. like, I don't know, I was like, yeah. he's like, you should look at gay porn, I was mm -hmm. like, alright, and I did, and I was like, this is not tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, what the fuck, yeah. like... I had a friend over and, and we were like looking at porn and I was like, yeah. oh, whoops, I clicked <laughs> on this. And it was like gay porn. I was like, yeah, what do you think of that, huh? You yeah, like yeah. that? You like that? He was yeah. like, no, let's you're, just go fishing. And you're I was like, like, you're like oh, whoops, my computer's yeah, broken. You're like, fuck, guys. <laughs> I thought the fishing trip, fishing trip so was something you else. you didn't like the gay porn? I just, I watched it like a couple, like I, I watched it and was intent on being like, what do I feel about this? Uh-huh. Because, because listen, man, if I'm going to want to fuck guys, uh -huh. I'm not going to be low key about it. I'm going to be fucking just as bro about fucking a dude as I am about fucking a chick. And if I want to, I'm going to fuck him. Wow. All right. So I stared at it and was like, how do I feel about this? And I just wasn't down. It looks like you, it sounds like it. you were just like doing homework. <laughs> For real. I was like, this is investigation. Let's uh -huh. see what's up. Do you remember what porn it was? Dude, it was like, it? yes, I do. It was oh. like these three dudes out in like the forest or some shit. Whoa. It was fucking weird. And yeah. they were like British too. They were like, oh yeah. Like, and I was like, oh is, yeah. Oh, suck, yeah my suck me off. Yeah, yeah. I'll oh, give oh, me that. Oh. And I was like, oh dude, what the fuck? Like, and I remember I had I remember having this thought that I was attracted this to dude accents. started yeah. blowing this other guy, and I was like, whoa. That's what it, I swear to God, I was like, that's what it looks like, which does that, that doesn't make any sense, but I've seen it before, but I've never seen a guy do it. And my brain was like, oh, okay. You know how we only use like 3% of our brain. And then yeah. like when you do ass and stuff, it opens up your head. Yeah, it for sounds sure. like that's what happened to you. Yeah. It was, <laughs> You're like, it was my Whoa, first ass That's trip. what it's like. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, they can do that too. Dude, when, All so, right. so I went to. NYU and mm -hmm. you know it's known for having like a massive gay population oh dude I know yeah so like uh before I went away to school we had a buddy that worked at a video store and it was like closing so he let us go and like steal movies mm -hmm. so I took a bunch of movies and I took like a bunch of pornos and I found one called Hole in One. Oh god and I stole it as like a joke mm -hmm. like oh my god would it be funny if I took this gay porno I'm yeah, gonna yeah. go home and watch it <laughs> and then uh I told all I had like a bunch of people over and I was like oh my god guys I got a promotional video from NYU. I'm like, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, it's legitimately like literally the gayest thing I've ever seen. They're like, oh my God, we have to watch it. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Here, I turned the lights off. I put it in and I pressed play and I walked out of the room and I just heard everyone go, oh my God. <laughs> and our friend was like, it looks like he's milking a cow. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh. Woo! Yeah. Oh it was my fun. god, dude. Yeah, it was really funny. That's fucking funny. Uh-huh. That's good to do. You got to make the got to make the guys watch it, man. Yeah. Fuck fuck yeah, it with was them. Fun. It was a I, good old time. Yeah. I mean, I will say it's funny how straight dudes sometimes like their go-to thing is just like joking about like, oh fucking like, oh dude, what the fuck, you know what I mean? Sometimes straight dudes do the gay shit ever. Oh with yeah. With the mask of being like, "Nah, we're straight though." Yeah, because I think it's like, you know, how can you not think about it? To deny that you've thought about that, what, like, 
So many fucking awful things pop in our heads. Every single day. Every that was single the biggest day. Thing for me. Crazy was that like- things pop in your head. So to deny that that one thing has never popped in your head shows some form of insecurity on your end in a feeling of like, what does this mean? Oh my God. No, you 100%. Know. That was my realization was like, oh, I have these thoughts. Instead, I was like trying to ignore them and be like, that's wrong or whatever. And then when I confronted them, I was like, oh, this is not a fucking big deal. Mm-hmm. Just like it happened. Now go past it. It made mm-hmm. me feel better than I had before when I was mm-hmm. like trying to ignore it. Yeah. And for now, I'm like, I'm good. And mm-hmm. then maybe I'm, I'll be 60 and yeah. they'll be like, you know what? Let's fucking... Let's, that'd, be, that'd be great let's if you, <laughs> you got like married with kids and you came out at 60. I was I literally talked to Brendan Zagalo about that on the show where I was like, just be a 62-year-old, leave my family for some like 22-year-old twink and be like, I'm gay now, oh man. Oh my God. <laughs> I, just saw, I just saw a picture of like this like Filipino like 21-year-old with this old gross man like behind him. And I was like, wow, what a dream. <laughs> you know, you're like that's gonna be me one day. Yeah, I'm gonna be the Filipino boy. <laughs> Transracial. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Change call races. Me ping. Call me <laughs> yes, but that's that's your kink. <laughs> Just call me Ping. Yes. Shit. But then did you just be like, ah, uh, did you? transition be like i'm into girls more or because it seems no, like i've always been into girls like emotionally and like dating wise i could never like uh-huh. date a guy like i've tried to have you know like i've had guys sleep over and then i'm just like Meh. you know and You're then like, get like the fuck out dude kind of yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i'm like a fuck boy with guys you know <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'm just like man, I think most just guys sex, are just fuck boys yeah and uh you know but with girls i feel definitely an emotional deeper connection and I don't think I could ever be with a guy, but I found, you know, because I am, I'm manic depressive, I'm bipolar, and yeah. a big part of bipolar is acting out sexually in like uh. very like um, shameful, like degrading ways, you know, like yeah, depraved you said you were doing ways. it because you felt like shame doing it. That was Absolutely. one of the... Absolutely. So when I would have, I've noticed like on a downswing of when I feel like massively depressed or like uh. not good enough or shameful, I will act out in a shameful way. Whether it be with like prostitutes, trans prostitutes, oh, gay men, and then I'll act out so that I will then feel shame and, it'll and anger, you more. and then I'll inspire me more to repeat that behavior, mm. and then I'll do it again to see if it'll be different. And like men, yeah. I can just get them in my apartment like seamless. It's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. From what I've heard, yeah, right? it's pretty. I mean, yeah, from what I've heard, <laughs> from what I've yeah, done. yeah, from what I've experienced. But then like. You know, also if I feel like massive euphoria and like mm-hmm. crazy like mania, then I'm like, I gotta fuck, I gotta fuck, I gotta fuck. You yeah. know, so it's like that because I no longer drink and I no longer do drugs, that the sexual aspect of it, like it's the only complete drug logic really goes out the window. Oh, of for just sure. like any thought of like I shouldn't do this. It's like, okay, I will do this, this is what I will do, you know, and then yeah, and I come your... to a sense, I'm like, what the fuck? So I gotta really watch out for that. And I guess like you know, I'm being in therapy for so long. I've I've noticed these behaviors, and when they pop up, I really try to work at them to make it not happen. But you know, I do fall short sometimes. And Everyone that's just does, kinda, man. You know, it's part what of what happens, it is. You know? you know, I've seen it in myself uh, where I don't want to go see this girl, but because she wants to see me mm. and it makes me feel like good, mm. I'll go like, oh, okay, I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like having sex with her, and I'm just like, I'm not even yeah. Into this. And women do that with us too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like it, it's that conversation came to light within the past couple of years about women having sex when they don't want to because they feel like they owe it to us. Oh, that I 
I didn't realize or wasn't made aware of that until a previous girlfriend told me and mm -hmm. it made me so mad mm -hmm. when she told me what happened mm -hmm. and why she blew this guy. Mm -hmm. I was like so mad for her because mm -hmm. I was like, you know, because I loved her. I was like, I didn't like, I feel shitty that you ha had to feel like that. And then I feel bad that the guy didn't stop you, but also mm -hmm. like maybe he didn't know or mm -hmm. he wasn't aware enough. Yeah. And then it made me be like, has it has that ever happened with me? And right. have I? And so once I figured that out, I became much more aware about being like, mm. I want to make sure the girl's down, mm -hmm. for whatever's going on. Yeah. Because and at the same time, I feel like that's happened to me where I've had sex with people out of like, well, I don't want to reject them or see. I, I do feel that, like but I, then I don't feel bad for myself because I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll fucking get over it. Like I'm the guy. Mm. But that's not mm -hmm. that's not good either. Yeah. And I'm coming to that point as well. But mm -hmm. like for the girl, you feel bad because you're also like she in the power dynamic, she's like the the weaker of the two and the guy. Right, but then is that not giving them their own agency to like put them into the victim mode of being like, well, they can't make decisions for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, wow, that's like infantilizing them. No, I think that what the the dialogue around it should be, number one, mm -hmm. Girls should take their own agency into their hands mm -hmm. and be able to speak out and say, yes. I don't want to do this. I'm leaving. Right. Women should be able to do that and should do it. Mm -hmm. However, that's an idealized version of what society is and an ideal of what I don't think a lot of actual situations are going to be like mm -hmm. where either you're that's like saying in a clinical environment, hey, say you don't want to do this. Mm hmm. But there's all the background subtext of, I feel comfortable, I know I can do this, this person's not going to freak out. Mm -hmm. The reality for me is that a lot of women, whether it's right or not, might be in a situation where they go, I don't really know this guy, mm -hmm. I don't know how he's going to react, maybe I'm in his apartment, mm -hmm. he's bigger than me, like all these things are going mm -hmm. on in their head, mm -hmm. so because of that, they might not feel comfortable enough to say this. Mm -hmm. So my point is, girls should be, able, should be comfortable to do that, to do that. And at the same time, us as men should take the responsibility to be aware mm -hmm. and inform other men if they're not thinking about it, that we have a responsibility to be aware if we're making someone do something they don't want to do. Yes. Because we are usually the ones that are in control, even mm -hmm. if we don't think about it. I've never thought about it. But then you talk to a girl and she's like, I don't take the train after 1 a.m. because I'm, mm -hmm. I feel unsafe. Yeah. I take the train home. Drunk as fuck at 4.30 a.m., I've mm. never felt unsafe. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're like a huge guy. That is true you as know? well. So that's an even bigger thing. So I think because of that, I've mm -hmm. been overcorrected to be like, I want to make sure no one's feeling like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's the onus is on both parties. Right. But I think I, guys I need to be reminded. I definitely think guys need to be way more aware of... Uh, but I also think it's in men's nature to just be like, I don't know. Okay. No, no, it is. I don't think. Oblivious, okay. yeah. I'm fine. But it's like guys need to be more aware of that and, and be more... I think communication and speaking how you feel is so important. I think more guys need to be okay with that and allowed to do that because I feel like there's this idea of like guys are not allowed you know, to do that. For and, sure. I feel like that, you know, like uh, communicating that more and like being aware, like self-awareness is so important. And I feel like guys totally need to be aware of the situation with, with women in terms of like they may be doing something because they don't want to or whatever. And I think that conversation definitely needs to be had and guys need to hear that. And I've noticed this weird thing of like 
girls will like fuck you and then immediately leave and be like, see ya. And it's like, oh, yeah. shouldn't I be doing that? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I've what had about, a girl do that to me, yeah. What about my day? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh, oh my I God. Will, I will say a girl And it's like to me such before. a weird, like, power shift and like because also i've i've never really been one to like fuck and be like oh, see you later like i've always like stayed the night but i feel like they do that in a way to protect themselves to be like i'm owning this action i'm owning what's i'm in control of not staying over and having that awkward mm -hmm. conversation in the morning i'm the one in charge and then they leave and i'm like what huh? it's a okay. new york it's definitely a new york city girl thing yeah definitely yeah i'm not gonna lie they do that and i go this is fucking tight yeah. I get to be all right, great. Thank yeah. you so much. I always but go, I feel like that's a power move, and I'm like, good it's for, for you. It's for sure a power move. Good for yeah. you. However, I will say it's interesting because it's like, dude, girls can do that and they're like empowered. You know, yeah, yeah, guys yeah. do that, you're a fucking piece of shit. Right. But that's yeah. just also the reality of what the right. dynamic is. Yeah. If the guy, if you go and you just fuck some girl and then you're like, all right, peace, slut, like then right. everyone's like, you're so shitty. Totally. How dare you? Totally. Like, don't consider how right. she's, you went over there and you fuck. She's a piece of meat. Right. But girl but then, comes but, over. But also, too, you stay, you stay over and you're like, I want to cook you breakfast. Like, this guy is so clingy. Psycho. Yes. What the fuck? Exactly. And you're like, oh. It's like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Are we supposed to pump and like, what I know, there? I know. You need to share how you feel in your emotions. Okay, well, you know, I feel, oh, shut up. Stop whining. God. Guys Stop crying is so beta. gross. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't want to <sighs> suck your dick after you cry. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. but I'm trying to be vulnerable. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it's I, I, think, I, think, I think it's a thing of like, guys need to be more responsible in talking about their feelings with other guys. It's not women's job to be the... Uh, emotional bedpost in which men lean on you know i think that should be done in male-to-male -male relationships what like you when you're watching like a game and stuff maybe like during the commercials check in with your friends on like how they feel you know yeah it's and hard, like dude. talk with each other more like and i've always noticed it happens with death when a friend dies in a friend group the i love you's and i care about you's and i miss you's come out and it's like, it's a shame that death is what influences that. But I feel like those conversations and feelings need to be had more because it chips away at that armor that men have. And if you're more emotional with each other and you hug your friends and you express gratitude to them, um, I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give your friend a hand job before you get on the train. It just like makes you more of an hey, emotionally you know I, you sound know I fucking person. love you, right? Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, pat their ass once in a while. But it, it, no, it is dude, a thing I, I where agree. I feel like men need to step up and have conversations with each other and not uh, emotionally dump on women. Um, well, they should emotionally like, dump on each other. Do you feel like guys emotionally dump on women a lot? I feel like they just don't dump on anyone. And then right. at 60, they're Well, like, I mean, there's a trope, and I've been responsible for it before, of like, I need a girl to save me, you know? Like yeah, that I've whole that. thing I've of like, thought, you know, like yeah. I'm I'm a drunk and I just need a girl to sober me up. I, re I remember I eavesdropped in conversations with my aunt and my mom. Mm -hmm. and I was like a horrible drunk at the time. And I like brought some girl over. And I, be you know, when you like pick up the phone at the same time as the other person and yeah. then you listen. Well, I heard my aunt be like, oh, my God, he is the keeper. He'll marry her and it'll clean him up. And that's like Fuck. this idea of like, well, the woman saves the man. You know, and it's like but that's been an idea that's been like perpetuated for a while, and is also and also. Oh we've my god! Seen my, a lot one of my history. favorite lyrics is a Warren Zevon song, "Desperados Under the Eaves," where he goes, "I'm still waking up in the morning with shaking hands, and I'm looking to find a girl that understands me." Yeah. It's like, wow, that's what I need. And I used to do that, and it's it's not okay, it's not right. But then I notice 
in my pattern of behavior, I find girls that I can then save. Lean on me. I'll fix it. You know, it's like, and, and it all goes back to me not fixing myself. Yeah. You know, I think that personal accountability of doing the work to make it so that no one else can fix you and you don't have to fix someone else to distract from yourself. You're okay with self. You're okay with being. And then you can mm -hmm. be present in a relationship for whatever shows up, whether that relationship be a friendship, a familial relationship, a love partnership or whatever. But I do, I do feel like that is a trope of, you know, women love a fixer upper. They do. Men, men love a girl to fix them. You know, yeah, yeah. guys love a woman that they can. I've had the fantasy. You know, for yeah. sure. I've definitely had it where. I, where you're like, no one will like. She'll be the only one that I can like be really open with. And yeah, she'll get me more than anyone else. I fucking definitely had that fantasy. Yeah, and, and I think it's a trope because it's something that's inherent in a lot of men and how we think. Right. I think it's so, like somewhere in our brain and our like chemistry in there. We think whether we've been. It's probably partially taught by society, but I think also partially a thing where guys, for whatever reason, don't. Um, we don't feel like we can be that open. And mm -hmm. I, I think we don't like to also. I think if guys really liked being emotional, then they would gravitate towards it a little more. I mm -hmm. think guys discover that they do and they have a part of it. But I think women are more in touch with their emotions a thousand percent. They mm -hmm. feel them harder. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why they are more okay with that. And I think some guys don't know how to deal with how they feel and their mm. emotions and they don't know how to talk about it. One, because it has been like, if you talk about it too much, it's seen as weakness. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about it, it's like, okay, you're weak. Or like, you're right. not supposed to have, as a guy, I'm supposed to be able to fight and I'm supposed to be able to protect yeah. and then bring home money and like, that's it. I mean, I think that's our lizard brain. Exactly what I'm you saying. Know, it's, and so, it's this, you know, thing that that's just like in our computer. How, exactly. It's, it's one of the the pieces of so software that's like rewiring that hard drive is like it's, incredibly hard it's a societal and thing. it takes a while and yeah. it's weird because it's an evolutionary thing and and like for sure if you look at like even just the idea of of studying you know the brain we're learning mm -hmm. things about the brain that we never knew before yeah and it's taking so long to figure these things out but at the same time, technology and these is conversations are shooting way ahead of way these discoveries. Ahead. And so we're expecting us to catch up to these things. It's and it it's taking so long. You know, so like this recalibrating is gonna cause like issues and problems. It's but like it's gonna cause like a lot of uneasiness and, and just yeah. like a lot of growing pains and instability just in the sense of yeah, trying to come to terms with it. People don't like. I mean, people don't like change. Everyone says that, but they don't. And so, people that are maybe from the old way of thinking mm -hmm. or don't want to. I mean, dude, it's hard to go. It's okay for me to have all these emotions and these feelings right. and to talk about them, right? Because a part of you is like, well, I don't want to do that. Now I'm being more vulnerable. Well, this, I'm this, talking about this, this fucking, shit. you know, chick. I'm. I, I, I guess I'm kind of seeing. I. I don't know. You know, it's like so. It's in that whatever. Nebulous. This. Yeah. But uh, she went through like this really traumatic thing, and um, her whole thing is like, whatever. I'm being a victim. Like, I, I need to stop. Why? And I'm like, hey, can you? Can we just like sit in this for a minute and realize that you went through something like massively traumatic? Mm -hmm. You're not a victim if you process it. You're someone that's experiencing this this thing that happened. Don't downplay and it's, it. It's okay to be. And I'm only saying that to say it to myself because I spent decades 
minimizing massive amounts of trauma as a means of not facing it. Like your you addiction know, and that no well my my dad died when oh, I was okay. younger in in like a very tragic way and um mm-hmm. always going well someone else has it worse. Yeah. You know, we're we're lucky for this. It's okay. It's okay. It's that whole thing of like don't feel sorry for it's like at a certain point you have to it's it's such a balancing act of like not feeling sorry for yourself, but facing something. But it for feels sure. so good to feel sorry for yourself. It does. It feels so good to be That's a That's the ego, dude. It feels so good to have someone go, oh. Me. Yeah, me. I'm, I'm, uh, I, no one can feel as bad it as I so feel. It feels so good to be in that deep, dark hole. And have someone reach your hand out and go, no, because you don't know what it's you like. You don't get it. No one, well, dude, that's, that's the biggest thing. What was one of the realizations that I read was like people think of ego as I'm the shit mm-hmm. and that's what it is. But there's two sides of the coin. There's the ego of I'm the shit. I'm the best ever. Mm-hmm. And there's the ego of no one can feel as sad as me. Yep. I'm the worst person in the yep. world. No, like... I'm. You don't even understand how hard it is for me, yeah. and that's just as egotistical and narcissistic and as the other one. And that's why we're watching these victim Olympics going on for sure, because it all goes to ego. Because the amount of technology and the likes and the views and everything contributes mm-hmm. to the ego, and then we don't care how we get those likes, how we get the retweets, how we get whatever. So then, yeah. if I can be a victim and I get this hit of dopamine, then that's fine. And like, then, that's my identity, that people like yeah. me for that. Yeah. So that's who I am. That's a, It's almost like it's a good thing that I'm a victim in a yeah. weird way. I'm, I'm, I'm being um, not promoted, but like celebrated for mm-hmm. it, you know, rewarded. Yeah. Like, and, and it's tough, you know, because I feel like we all fall into it and it's a thing to kind of... Um, watch out for but you're you're totally right with the idea of ego it's you know also too it's like i'm a piece of shit in the center of the universe you know yeah like i'm the biggest piece of shit on earth but also at the same time i'm the greatest thing to ever happen yes you know and it's it's finding that balance but you know the the ego is is something we all have and it gets inflated in a way and something to really i really got to work on keeping it in check you know and i feel like you know, psychedelics help out with that in, in terms do. of ego death, you know, and they're finding so much evidence, again, that we never knew years ago because of this idea that, like, any drug is bad, you know, and then now we're realizing all these things mm-hmm. that could have helped us for so long. Well, I mean, I was talking to a friend about this. There's one point I want to get to, and then um, I'll say that, is that you saying, like, not wanting to be a victim and... uh dismissing your own like trauma whatever happened to Mm -hmm. you and like what happened to you was very traumatic Mm -hmm. and i think people use trauma a little bit too much like for everything but it's but it's a word that is you it's all-encompassing whatever Mm -hmm. but by dismissing it and saying like you were trying to do the right thing you were saying oh people have it worse than me Mm -hmm. they're starving children like Mm -hmm. whatever it is i don't want to focus on that and we've been taught that focusing on the negative will make it worse. Mm-hmm. And so to overcorrect, we went so far into the, I'll never focus on it, that mm-hmm. it doesn't go away. It's still there. Mm-hmm. You have to like look at those thoughts and look at what right. it is and then become, like what were you we talking about earlier? Like we have a, a million crazy thoughts, whatever the thought is, embracing it and seeing it and going, mm-hmm. okay, and now well, I'm going can't, to change. You can't control I, what goes into your head, but you can control how long you Stay pay it attention. Yep. 
you know, and so like letting something go into your head, allowing it going, okay, I recognize this, and then letting it leave is great. But the second Amazing. you start to focus and concentrate on it, the more that starts to control you. You get super focused on you it, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's why Jews are so great <laughs> because they have Shiva. And I feel like that's so important of facing a tragedy, allowing it to seep through you. A seven day period of mourning is amazing instead of. You know, someone died. All right, well, we got to bury him tomorrow. Well, I'll write the obituary. Oh, act, yeah. Go to work in three days. The Catholic, act like, like it's all yeah. better. Just let it seep out through a drink and, and abuse later. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. That's why Jews are the best. They're chosen for a reason. Guys, if there's one thing from this pod you get, Jews are the best Except people. his seeds. Except, yeah, anyway, this episode is brought to you by... <laughs> we'll be by, right back by, after by, this. By South Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the Hussids. Yeah, nah, yeah, dude, it's like... Those seven-day you know, morning we, periods yeah. are... It's great, but it's like also too like I'm not the only one feeling this. You are not the you know everyone is going through this. So to ever get like mad or upset or like whatever outrage at someone is like we gotta take a step back and realize we're all working, we're all going through a thing. And like if I'm feeling upset and angry, what are you feeling? And that's For important sure. to think about because I wouldn't want to be treated poorly so why am i treating you poorly like shit yeah and again it goes into this you know holier than thou self-righteous thing of like well if i point out everything you do wrong then i'm not wrong it's like well it is know, yes let me point out your problems fuck you yeah it's once you realize that you have once you come to terms with the fact that you're an imperfect person oh, and that yeah. you have shit to deal with all the time it makes you a lot more um open and forgiving of other people People totally. that are usually very much point the finger, um, judgmental. Oh, yeah. I usually go, oh, okay, this person is trying to run away from the fact of all the things they don't like about themselves. Yeah. And don't want to come to terms with the fact that they have faults. Right. And, like, I like it when someone has faults. When someone can talk about the shit that they need to work on, that they're like, totally. this, this is what's fucked up about me. Totally. Here are all the shit that I have. Dude, you bond with people over that. Like, yeah. before we, like, even recording, I was like, yeah, dude, I sometimes get addicted to women. You're like, yeah, man, been there yeah. too. And it's like, we, you both, you understand each other. I well, mean, as comics, we understand each other right. on that basic level, but there's other... Well, I feel like as comics, we're always analyzing, we're trying to figure things out. I'm always trying to figure out the root, you know, where things are derived from. And then also, too, like, you know, you never want to have the same... You, you, you want to agree with people, yes, mm -hmm. but you don't want to be agreeable. Like, I always try to be like, all right, well, what's the other side? You know, like, if you're taking this angle, what angle? Let me take it from the other side. Is that right? More and not, not to be yeah. a contrarian, but to just try to figure things out. Like, I always want to find out the root cause of, and, um, we're contrarian by nature, but like, you're, we're doing it in a way that, we check ourselves and go, does it work? We're not just saying, right, fuck yeah. the system for no reason. Right. We go, no, fuck the system for these reasons. And also, here's reasons why the system is great and thank right. God we yes. have it. You know? Yes, yes. It's, I think balance is important. But also, like, you know, I, I, I really learned a lot from um, AA and a, a program of recovery in terms of, like, Jesus Christ. What this one, if you. What the <laughs> you fuck? <laughs> there we go. There. Jesus Christ. You and Nick Callis. The yeah. two that <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Edit that out. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, hey, I, hey. I, 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 you know, like, if I'm sick and suffering, odds are I'm not the only one. 
Oh, so yeah. why not treat someone with compassion because you don't know what they're going through? And I feel like that's like a platitude that so many people know, Ooh, but to like really word, like live it and and try to like you have to do those things in AA in order to get better. And I feel like a lot of people can recognize that, but they're not working at trying to get better. Yeah, does that make sense? That's why I love alcoholics and everything because it's like. A, they've been through shit. That's why I love alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, what a fucking blessing. Yeah. But uh, getting, you know, not only like going through hell, but recognizing what brought you to hell and what brought you out is so important instead of just going, I'm in hell. Oh, well, you know. For sure. And also, I think realizing a big thing for me has been realizing like, oh, I could I could get there. A couple bad things, a couple things could happen in my life, and I could go down a different path. What's up, where dude? I would, you know what I mean? I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, you know, an incredible doctor and like the most, one of the most intelligent people I've, I'd know and everything. Yeah. But he's, he's like really close to being a sociopath, just like very detached emotionally. And in order to be like a yeah. good doctor or surgeon, you kind of have to be because you're dealing with like death and death and all this stuff, and you can't let it affect you and everything. And I'm like, dude, you know, you were like one like bump in the head away from being a serial killer yeah. like you already have that sociopathic thing but you were like i feel like you were one like trauma or like molestation away from oh, being 100%. like turning this like detachment into another thing he's like yeah i think you're probably right <laughs> dude <laughs> you know? i've had that thought are you yeah. kidding me i have some fucking invasive thoughts where i'm just like oh my god what is wrong with me yeah shit that i'm like I'll see a knife and I'm like, I could stab someone with that. And then I go oh, like, yeah. whoa, my, what the fuck I was that? I used to that? go to parties and take a knife and be like, what would you do if I just fucking <laughs> slit my throat right now? And you think about it and you go, what would happen And if- I went, happy birthday! Yeah. <laughs> like, and I've oh, been dead God. for it. I, but it's... And I, I, that's but I the thing that's, that no one talks normal. about that we... I know, but no one talks about the fact that we have those thoughts. No one talks about the fact that it's like... You see something and you go, I, I could stab my dad in the throat right now. And then you're like, wait, wait, wait I don't want to. What the, where right. the fuck did that come from? Right. And then you go, that's this like weird subconscious like thought that just came out. And then you have to deal with it. That's not a thought that I like having. Right. But then you have it. And it's then like you when go, a slur pops into your head. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, for that sure. You're like, where was it? I kind of like it and want to say it, <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest thing is when people like, I think the, peop- the people that try to um, outwardly project how uh unracist they are right are the ones that are saying the n-word in their head the most oh, during yeah. the day yeah it's like There's, all right yeah, sing exactly. gold digger at karaoke yeah, yeah. <laughs> i dare you yes oh yeah <laughs> and not have it in your and head not, yeah, or <laughs> not know? or be at one of those concerts and don't be one of the ones that says it you yeah. know yeah you're for sure gonna do that i mean it's so easy not to say but it's very difficult to not think it it's impossible to not think it yeah it, but it's also the, impossible to not think Terrible thoughts. But again, it's that thing of like, okay, I think it, let it slip out. Well, there's this concept that someone uh, made me aware of, which is that like, you know, so we're conscious, Mm -hmm. which means that we are, our consciousness is away from our mind. Mm -hmm. Consciousness and your mind are not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So your mind is this computer that's doing all these tasks, dealing with all this information that's coming Mm -hmm. in and spitting out random, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then we are watching that happen, but we think it's the same. We Mm -hmm. think our conscious, because we're conscious of stuff. We go, oh, we're controlling that. When in reality, we're watching a computer do things and then our consciousness is trying to explain everything that's happening, which is kind of what 
consciousness is in a certain way is when like, oh, this is happening. Like, oh, I'm telling myself a story about what life is. And then like, I'm having this thought, is this who I am? Instead of your mind just spits out thoughts. So once you realize that, oh, not all these thoughts aren't me, they're just my mind that's spitting them out, it makes you more okay with it. Does that make any sense? I'm so fucking lost right now. Okay. Dude, in the middle of you saying that, uh -huh. I started thinking about what I have to do later today <laughs> and like <laughs> what I'm doing tonight. Like, oh, I got to get from here to there. And do what I time, have time do you have to, to do this? And, huh? What time do you have to be out of here? What time is it now? Three. Three? Uh, probably like soon. Cool. But it was my fuck up because I was so late. It's all good. You know. It's fine. I mean, I went in this huge diatribe that didn't make sense and it's cool, dude. And it's fine. No, no, hey, it does. But I, hey, dude. I sometimes. Whatever, bro. Fucking whatever. You get your fingers sucked by chicks. You're sucking guys off. Asking me if I like gay porn. Uh -huh. I'm going to go fuck a guy tonight, all right? Good. Thanks, man. Good. Thanks a lot. Good. Embrace it. <laughs> I mean, we're all going to die anyway. We just fucking bombed Iran. So, yeah, you know, World War Three is going to break out. You might as well fuck. I mean, dude, is it? I called. I <laughs> <laughs> is it not the fall of Rome? The empire's dying. Yeah, the empire's dying. Everything is falling. I called my brothers there in the army. I was like, are we going to war with Iran? They're like, no. So they say no. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say fucking Morrison said it, but get your kicks out off before the whole shit house goes down in flames. They said uh, there'll be proxy wars for sure, probably, but not like um, mm. direct attacks and everything. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know, man. Well, is, you know, you might as well fuck a guy happens. just in case. A, well, what if I don't want to, dude? Come on. <laughs> That'd be so funny if you went around and you're like, I'm going to fuck a guy. You know, we might die. And people are like, but everything's fine. You're like, you're, you never know. Like, I think we're going to die. <laughs> yeah, might yeah, as well yeah. do it. And they're like, you can just fuck. I'm like, no, no, no. I only fuck a guy if I think the world is yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. You walk around with a gun to your head and you're like, <laughs> let me suck your dick or I'll end my world. <laughs> my world's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have the suicide note on it. Yes. Um, come back. Come back. City. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were late because you almost shit your pants today from the shawarma. I know. I don't know why I did it. It's such a bad move. I know that the shawarma is going to give me stomach problems. So does it really fuck with your stomach? Well, I thought I'd do it in solidarity with Iran. Uh, you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You knew before it happened. No, no. It happened. And I was like, I oh. think I need to get shawarma. Oh, because it was Friday yeah. morning. Over and the there. girl I'm kind of seeing is is Iranian and uh, oh, is she Pakistani. Really? And so I was like, hey, on behalf of America, I just want to say I'm sorry for I'm sorry. bombing Iran. And I woke up and she was like, you're not sorry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. You're like, it's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, well, now I need to fuck you for America. <laughs> yeah, this is for the troops. This is for the troops. <laughs> yeah, send, the, send the message along. Insurgency fuck. Yeah. Uh, Ayatollah, I want to eat your assholeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today Ian was like, uh, well, I have to be a little late, shit my pants. Also, I brought you a banana. I didn't shit my pants. Oh, yeah, I have the banana in Thank my pocket God for if the, you want for it. the nanner, dude. Yeah. Yeah, did you shove it up your ass before, and then you're going to watch me eat it and be happy about it? Oh, my like God. Like that crazy girlfriend you had? Not that vindictive. I know. You know. That's crazy she did that. I know. Did you taste it? Yeah, she no? had a clean asshole. Good for her. Yeah. Also... But also, I did, I did, I did, I did ass to mouth with her, so it's like, you know, we're even. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, fuck her. Okay. She just right? wanted to give, yeah. Yeah. Hey, damn. Yeah, she's married with kids now, but it's, she's like wow. turned her life into like being a motivational speaker. And so me and a friend screenshot oh, her like status updates. Like, Jesus that's Christ. That's the worst. I could have been married. Because the guy she cheated on me was she married. Like, 
or, oh. or like a year later. Well, hey, it's like, wow, I could have been that you know, guy. Yeah. You know, thank God she ended it. Dude, it was, she was like, you, you pay attention to your friends more than me. You always choose them over me. Right. So they're like, more we, fun than we, you. <laughs> I know on, on the night that we like broke up, she was, uh-huh. it was like my last chance, you know? And, uh, yeah. we were, you know, at her place, we were watching some dumb movie and a buddy called me. He's like, dude, cause I wasn't drinking at the time. And, uh, he was like, dude, you got to come pick us up. We're fucked up. We need a designated driver. We can't get home. So I turn to him, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I, I got to be a DD. I got to pick my friends up, you mm-hmm. know? And then she was like, fuck you. I can't believe you. And I got a text. It was like, just kidding. Come over when you leave. We're all hanging out at so-and-so. So I was like, oh, whoopsies. I was like, hey, actually, that was a joke. She's like, yeah, this isn't. We're done. I was like, oh, oh my God. Well, it's you were for being the best. a good friend, dude. I know. Oh, my God. Fuck no, her, She dude. hated it. Hey, thank, thank God you got out of it. You I know? know. And now you're with fucking some Iranian chick. Well, this was like fucking 2005. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it was like fucking nine, 14, 15 years ago, you know? Damn. 15. You were a youngin', dude. Yeah, I was 21. You were 21. I, I was going to drop out of school and fucking marry her. It was crazy. Oh, thank God you didn't. I know, right? Shit. Do you imagine? I'm so glad I never had a family. You'd be even crazier than you are now. Fuck. <sighs> yeah. Do you yeah. ever want one? Family? Eventually, yeah. I mean, I'm jealous of my friends that have all their. You know, like I wish I could be a guy that's just like work, family, go home. Me too. I'm I'm jealous of them. Netflix, good night. I wish I could be that person too, and I so am not. I tried that's... to do it, and I fucking almost drank myself to death as an escape. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's like I, you know, for better or worse, this is just the way I am. I, I I've always tried to. I've I've had straight jobs before. I've never been good at anything, and it's just what it is. And so for me to try to get something that is not meant for me. Mm-hmm. Is useless. So eventually it'll come along. I know it'll happen, but I don't want it to be the focus now. I want to focus on my career and being able to financially support whatever family I have down the line. Yeah. I don't ever want to like be struggling and like have my maybe it's like that, you know, uh, old trope that we need to smash, but I never want to s- my family to see me struggle. Yeah. That's yeah. like one thing I've 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 never I've had such a hard time reaching out for help. I've been so hard headed. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been, you know, like struggling so much and just like, no, everything's whatever. And I guess that's like very like the stereotypical like man thing. It's but a very it's like, man, it's like a romanticized version of a man. Yeah. I've had that idea too, where you're like, I don't ask for help. I don't need anyone else. I'll do right. it on my own. But the big part of getting better is asking for help. It's, you know? Yeah, making friends, like but, trying to do But I've yeah. never like been, you know, like I never wanted to be like needy in terms of help. Oh, me too, dude. I'm in the same exact boat. And I still think like that a lot. Right. There was this book I was reading. One of the characters, he was like, I do it all on my own. I'll figure it out. And I remember I knew that I shouldn't have resonated with him that well because he was Mm. being presented as someone that was flawed. Right. But I was was thinking that's exactly what I am and want to be. And that's the right thing to do. And how it should be as a man. Right. And I have to get past that thought. But I bet a lot of dudes think like that too, Well, yeah, but it's funny, you know, like when you're drinking too, it's the thing of like, well, I'm drinking. I'm hurting me. I'm not hurting anyone else. Oh, I never thought about that. But what you're doing is you're hurting every single person around you. In your life, yeah. And they're having secret meetings behind your back about how unwell you are and mm-hmm. how you need to but about and you're like well i'm the only one what the fuck it's like a self yeah. i'm not asking you to be upset i'm not i didn't ask and, you to be part like, of my family i'm me yeah, i don't yeah. even need you that's yeah. the thing where it's like i didn't 
tell you to care about me. That's your decision. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, all I didn't ask exactly. to be born. I didn't ask to be <laughs> fucking born. What? Fuck you. Yeah. But again, it's that ego thing of like, you know, uh just you know Look, if you don't it's all about like, oh, I'm gonna do this completely on my own because needing other people and being involved in them is inherently vulnerable and makes me more involved with other people and have to care mm -hmm. and leaves me open to yeah. heartache and shit. Which sucks, right. dude. But also, that's a part of being human and that's a part of being fully formed is being no, it vulnerable, is. being okay with it. Not only asking and reaching out for help, but reaching out to help others too. Oh, 100%. You know? it's I'm like good finding at finding that part, balance. You know. Yeah, when I get in relationships, I immediately, I think people, guys can relate to this. I get in a relationship and I immediately go, if this ended, I'd be okay. Mm. Uh, that's my first thing. It's a mm. big defense mechanism wall that I right. put up. And I'm very aware of it. I yeah. go, oh, this is great. I like her. She's cool. If it ends, I'm totally fine. Uh, mm. She could end it right now. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. And that's... Um, and then they end it, and you're like, please come back. Like, please I need you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll yeah. never be the same. No, dude, then I fucked their mom, right? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Did that happen? <laughs> no, no. Oh, God. Dude, my life's not as fucking cool and crazy as yours. I feel like you've probably done that. I've never fucked someone's mom. Fuck someone's dad, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck someone that will be a dad. Because <laughs> they'll hide in shame and be like, yeah, this never happened. This never, I've only yeah, had yeah. strange experiences. <laughs> that won't happen for another 150 years, but dudes being really open with just talking about like sexuality like we will, we were, I think will eventually happen one day. Well, that's what I talk when, like, about. Straight dude, like dudes that are completely straight are like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I've thought about it. And then... I just didn't do it. I, I think normal. you can fuck a dude or suck a dick and be like, nah, I'm still straight. Like, yeah. one action doesn't change you forever. 100%. Just like you're not defined by your. I mean, like, it's you're easier defined to say, by no, repeated you action. Suck a dick, then you're gay. But it's more. Right, but like, it's like, okay, how do you know uh, you don't like um, eating crocodile until you try it? Yeah. And then you you're know, like, have you ever I had cro Have you ever crocodile. had alligator? I know, I heard it's good. Well, the same thing with dick. <laughs> Give it a good. shot. I heard it's good. Mm -hmm. from Ian yeah. Give it a shot. You might be an all alligator diet. You know? Hey, man, I'm good for now, but I'll text you as soon as it happens. Let me right? know. Let, hey, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. You were right. Uh -huh. yeah. You're not my type, but and I'll help you out. <laughs> oh, you'll give me a pity, a pity fuck? Yeah. Wow, thank you so much. Turn dude. into a black dancer wow. and then we'll talk. <laughs> is that your type? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you wouldn't believe black, really ripped dudes. I mean, dude, I can even look at a super ripped black dude. I'm like, fuck, bro. Uh -huh. Actually, I have a guy that I think. You <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll show cool. you his Instagram when we're done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. He's so ripped. Is and his I'm name like, Delante? <laughs> no, I don't want to say his name, but uh, no, uh, pretty close. Yeah, yeah, a, li a little bit. It's got a di different spelling in there for sure. Um, dude, you've been great. Uh, Thanks, there's man. a lot of shit I wanted to talk about that we didn't get into. Oh, no. Oh, psychedelics, all that stuff. Oh. I mean, you've probably got a thousand really yeah. good stories. So. We'll have to come back. Well, yeah, we'll have you back on. Yeah. Okay. And Hell yeah. We'll block it out for a little bit longer. But you've been great. Where do, where do people find you? I'm so glad you had me, man. Thank you. I know we were trying to get this together yeah. for a while. And if I, it worked I, out. Again, I, I apologize for being Don't late. Worry Thank about you it. for being cool. We had a good time. Yeah. And that's all that matters really to me. Did. I don't care about... And, Two hours. I don't care about an hour fifteen. Yeah. If you vibe with someone, and you have a good time. That's right. That's all that matters. You with suck these each things. other's dicks. Exactly. I mean, we I mean, we, I mean, too. End the. Have a good yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do a show together. You know. Fuck, um, man. 
Yeah, I you can uh, find me on Instagram. I'm very active. Very at, active. Great stories. I love thank the stories. You. He has a uh, signature move, which is when he pulls the camera in real close to his face and mustache yes. and then pulls away. Yes. I don't have my signature move yet, but yes. I've, I've been aware of it. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. It's your calling thank card. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's I-Animal, I-A-N-I-M-A-L, E-Animal, but it's spelled I-Animal. I-Animal. On Instagram, I post videos and stories a lot. It's very fun. Mm. Uh, Ian com for all my dates. I'm in the city. Every single night you can catch me at the Comedy Cellar, uh, different clubs around town, and then I'm on the road um, touring with David Tell. We got a bunch of new dates coming up. Hell yeah, up. dude. Uh, DavidTell.com or ianfinance.com for tickets. Going to be in um, uh, Boston, Maine, Vermont, uh, Rhode Island, uh, St. Louis, and come and check me out. And thank you again for Fantastic, having me. Fantastic, dude. Really awesome. Appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon, Psycho. See you later.